Hi, my name is Kazun Kodri, as you all know by now, and um, welcome to my rant. So, um, today, I'm going to do a final session concerning my white paper for the last two, three weeks, and concerning cryptocurrency. So, this whole session is based on the feedback I got from the previous one. Not all feedbacks, because... Um, I'm still trying to find out some certain things because some of my listeners have been asking to make the podcast longer. So I'm considering that. And so people want to listen to it shorter. So there's this debate in my head. So but you can all decide. Just send me a DM or something. So let me know if you want it longer or shorter. But I'll definitely see to that. But from now on, I'll try to make it two parts at the same time. So you can choose to listen to the first part and move to the second part. Or just to both at the same time. It depends on how you want it. So um first of all, um the topic we're discussing is cryptocurrency. But I want to focus more on the good part of cryptocurrency and why it's what it is today in the first place. So we all know by now what currencies are, so a means of exchange. Basically, that's what I see it as a legal means of exchange. So if I need um, if I need something from you and I have a cloth and you need that cloth, but I need a shoe from you, so I give you my cloth and get the shoe. So the cloth technically is the currency in this transaction, but you still call that trade by butter. But it, it, that's the whole, um, should I say sense of how currencies were birthed. So, but the reason why we moved to papers or whatever we have now is the fact that um i don't not everybody might want a cloth around me at the moment but everybody around me might want a shoe but i don't have a shoe because i have a cloth so how do i ensure that my clothes is still valuable and my clothes is still valuable so from there we got currencies that are legal standards of you making transactions so um in previous episodes i discussed on how um cryptocurrencies came to be and um why they are essential in our lives today but i want to really bring bring in what are the real benefits of cryptocurrency so I, at least i broke them down into five ways so um the first one the stock market <laughs> you might be like stock market cryptocurrency they are, they are kind of similar i would explain what i mean second daily returns third digital art fourth um freedom in some sense freedom in some sense i would explain what i mean and the fifth one economy for smaller nations just economy because if say smaller nations bigger nations still benefit from this so i i just i i see smaller nations benefiting more from this than bigger nations. but although right now the bigger banks and companies are actually benefiting more from cryptocurrencies than the smaller ones are doing so but you get my point. The main, main benefit still falls down to the smaller nations, and I'll explain why. So as we move on, please bear with me. So now, um, first of all, I said stock market. So you might be like, okay, stock market. And stock market is basically a market where people buy stocks for, of companies, maybe even people <laughs> somehow. But like stocks. So what are stocks? Stocks are, um, should I say, a percentage here, a percentage of a company. So you buy and you pay for the stock based on what you think its value is so if i see a company like um an apple um 
I, I don't even know what the exact um value of a stock of Apple is. I, I don't want to say percentage because you say percentage, you, you are not trying to tell me that people are buying hundred percent of Apple. You can't. So but the thing is there's a certain percent of Apple that is converted to stocks that people can buy on the stock market. So I think it's about a thousand dollar to one stock and maybe they have like 800 million stocks so if you do the math you understand how much apple would be worth times five there's a way they do the mathematics of how companies are valued but it's true stock market so um the same thing similarly applies to cryptocurrency but in a very different way so how does that benefit me now there's something called airdrops airdrops are if you understand the stock market they are like ipos so um, how they work is so a new cryptocurrency wants to get into the market, but they need popularity. That's one beautiful thing about cryptocurrencies. It needs popularity for every cryptocurrency out there you know of came to your attention by its own popularity. So how that popularity is being driven is that originally from the airdrop. So airdrop is like an IPO. So you have um a so let's say I'll release cars coin, right? And I need People to buy cars coin but how do i make people know about cars coin in the first place so i created something called an airdrop so an airdrop is more like you have stuff you want people to do and at the end of them doing those things you pay them by your coin interesting right so cars coin doesn't really have any value so how do you even put money into an economy it's the same thing so you want people to do something and how you want to pay them you want to pay them maybe by the, um in nigeria you pay them by naira if you are in America, you pay the American dollars. And at some situations, even in Nigeria, if there are some people that work in Nigeria and they earn dollars, understand? And that's how dollar would have um, more value in the economy because more people are earning by that, you understand? Or more people are spending based on that level. So it's the same thing, similar. So you want people to have more cash coin flow. So I have to make people do some work give them cash coin and the work they're doing is actually publicity so you might tell them to share things on their social media page I tell them to retweet things um take screenshots send to you to validate after some time you pay them some amount of coin then after the, there are different processes so there might be after the ipo which is the airdrop first part then they might be going to the market you understand so you don't generally go to the market at once you might probably have to create your own wallet then enlist on some um exchange platforms so the major ones we have are Behance, um, Pancake Swap, and the rest. I can't remember the rest for now. But all these are like the major um, platforms you have to enlist on. So it's just like how you have the New York Stock Exchange, you have the um, American, UK, London Stock Exchange, I, I think. <laughs> so you have the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. Like So it's something similar like that. You can actually en- pick want to enlist on you can actually enlist on all that's the interesting part so but you need people to be able to um trade cars coin for another coin which gives it value so if you remember um in if you haven't listened to the first two episodes please i would advise you to listen to them so you understand what i'm talking about properly so you understand that money itself needs to be backed by so every currency in the world needs to be backed by a certain amount of dollar you understand so it's the same thing so your your coins value still needs to be on some level backed by the dollar one way or the other and that's how you value it so how much dollar to your coin or how much coin to your dollar so let's just say um a cash coin is valued by one dollar because 
the amount of money that was poured to buy cash coin and let's just say there are 100 cash coin circulation we had to use 100 dollars to buy 100 cash coin which equivalent gives it one dollar to one cash coin understand so bitcoin is probably fifty five thousand dollars right now and that means and they are like i i think um i can't remember the amount of supply of bitcoin we currently have but if you do the math you understand the equivalence right so that's another way now interesting part of airdrops is most every legal airdrop is free free in the sense that you don't have to actually pay something to actually get the coin in the first place all you just have to do is to do the certain tax that are given i always called cap tax probably share something on your status and stuff like that and they pay you with their own coin then when the coin makes is become official that has been listed you can now trade that coin to probably another coin or sell it then get your money out of it that's what most people do yeah have friends who put me through this like i mentioned earlier the first episode the same friend that introduced me to all this glory she was the one that actually made me understand this part very well so we have um another part daily returns something called faucet now for every coin you have sorry yeah for every stock you have you have to get some sort of um should i say dividend at the end of each quarter or something but something similar like that happens in cryptocurrency so faucet they're like um you view ads and they pay you in cryptocurrency right so it's um i don't i don't think there's any pla- okay um there's no platform that really does that in mainstream um technology right now so in the sense that when people view ads you want people to view ads on your platform and the equivalent you pay them is cryptocurrency okay so something similar like that is in game so i play this game called dream league and whenever i view ads i get some certain coin that I can spend in the game and those coins can help me maybe buy players and stuff so you understand so it's same thing similar in this sense so you just view some ads and at the end of a certain period of time they pay you in cryptocurrency so there are different types of faucet and there are different ways some of them are legal so, so no sorry not legal oh they are all legal but some of them are scams and some you that's one interesting thing about the crypto world there's a lot of scam out there much more than the old um the old true things or should i say real things per se so you have to actually be careful and as the stock market works you also need a guide through these things you can't just um listen to my podcast and immediately say you're a crypto guru you understand so you have to actually put this into context and also ensure that you have someone that puts you through it how the stock market works you also need a guide i call them sensei so you need a sensei to actually put you through these um these ropes of cryptocurrency so you don't get scammed because people get scammed constantly that's one truth so um basically those are two benefits of cryptocurrency you why you might be wondering how is this really benefit because for example imagine if you got into the airdrop of bitcoin and you got like 10 btc as at the time when bitcoin was 0.0000001 one dollar you understand and you kept it right and 10 years later you if you do 11 dollars times 55 so that's roughly around fifty-five thousand dollars or if i'm wrong i i most likely i'm sure i'm wrong on that math but if i'm right that's a lot of money for just sharing things on your social media platform 
Now, that's another interesting thing. Some of these things are just bet. It's the same thing as stock market. You might choose that a stock goes high and the market goes to a bear market. You understand? So, you might choose that a stock will go low and the market goes to a bull market. These things are technically gambles. You understand? And as they say, the bigger the risks, the bigger the rewards. You understand? Well, you have to understand that the bigger the risk, the bigger the loss, right? So, if you want to do anything relating to cryptocurrency, I would always advise you take a strong and a very learned person to actually push you through the ropes because it's not as easy as it sounds most of the time. That's one thing you should understand. Then, um, that's understanding why those two are actually benefits. And I'll take a break here. So, in the next part, I would explain the other parts of the benefits I was talking about. Thank you very much. Yeah, welcome back. So in the past section of this episode, I was talking about two major um, ways you can actually benefit from cryptocurrency. So I'll be talking about the main three here. And I just you must have heard this quote constantly. You say everything and anything is online. And interestingly, this is very true because in the past year, COVID-19 made it that very true. How? Because you technically went on wedding ceremonies, naming ceremonies, um, had chats with your friends, everything. You did all this online for a whole year, majorly for a whole year, right? And this changed the understanding of people about things. One of these understanding is digital art. Because why is it that you can always, you can make purchases online and um, enjoy the art online? But why can't you just sorry how do i put this you can make purchase for things online right and you can buy it and you have to get physical before you enjoy art why because you you should be able to enjoy art digitally because art too should be able to work digitally like how you can paint a picture with probably paint <laughs> not saying i've seen something that was painted with paint and i still can't believe it's you did but you can make art our graphics designers make art constantly and their jobs, their works aren't as appreciated as when a Picasso gets his paint and pours color in his canvas. You understand? I'm not saying Picasso isn't good or artist. That's not what I'm saying. That's not the point I'm driving here. What I'm trying to drive out is that digital art would be mainstream or it's mainstream because of something called NFT, non-fungible tokens. So what are these? They are technically a a means of identification of ownership right so you can buy you can get um, how do i explain this okay you can get a picture online right and you already know that that picture has a thousand copies online and no one even knows who created the picture in the first place right nobody can tell who owns the picture and who created it it's possible because you can actually wipe out all these details from every picture that you can download online right but how do you now preserve digital art in this form? So that's where NFT comes in. So NFT is more like a means of identification of ownership of these things. So you get, you buy an art online and there's a way, there's a way you can actually tell if the art is yours using these NFTs, which is still built on the blockchain technology. You must wonder why did I bring this into cryptocurrency? Because cryptocurrency has 
and blockchain that almost pari so you understand they almost work together although they are two different things but in the effort of creating one we found ourselves creating the other just as how um yeah just that's it let me not dive too much into a different topic but that's how it works so we have to understand that okay we have cryptocurrencies and blockchain would always exist on a different level on dif- on the same levels most times although blockchain has many other applications and one of the applications of blockchain itself is nfts you understand and you can still buy so cryptocurrencies themselves have nft platforms so ethereum has its own nft platform i i, I think um by enhance that's bnb has its own i can't remember but there's so many nfts out there and recently someone um an online artist showed an art for i think 54 million dollars and the art is a digital art I, I think that's what brought attention to nft recent times it has actually existed for a while but that's what really gave the attention to nfts so that's another benefit so if you're like an artist that paints with photoshop right you can easily sell your art with nfts and you don't have to have a physical exhibition you can actually do a virtual exhibition you understand and have people see the art and they can actually make or the auctions for the art sorry um so another benefit so my fourth benefit of um cryptocurrencies are freedom i mean is freedom sorry how you might be like freedom i i feel this as i've actually discussed this even from the beginning because the whole essence of creating cryptocurrencies for a way whereby people can actually make transactions in places where money is should i say controlled right so um you can't just lay your hands on some should i say dollar in some certain countries because maybe a government says no one should or no one should even own money because there are like crazy governments out there <laughs> you have to read about some countries i don't want to mention any on my podcast but you understand what i mean so these things or you are in a country whereby it's so remote that you can't even lay hands on money but all you can just do is to get your phone and a little bit of internet and just make a transaction right send money from somewhere so you convert like we do this in nigeria until our cbn started banning this thing so i i saw a solution like a startup some guys from oau i was reading a story two days ago they created a platform whereby you can actually convert your naira to cryptocurrency and send abroad and receive probably if they want to pay you in dollars so they convert to dollar cryptocurrency and send it to you here i can't really remember the name of the company but if i do i will definitely share it on my social media platforms so that's how the beauty of cryptocurrency what it solves that's what i mean by freedom because if i can easily do this i shouldn't because in countries in a country like nigeria one of the things we suffer from is um the regulations we have so government ensures that you your major way of making transactions outside of nigeria is through using stuff like western union so but in the rise of thing, um applications like bata and the company i talked about it solves this problem although better solves this problem but won't do it as efficient as cryptocurrency why because um uh, cryptocurrency anyone you can sell to anyone and receive from anyone you understand but that still has some limitations and you get but i think they're working on some of those but it won't solve it as much as how cryptocurrency would you understand 
although there are some very bad parts of this freedom that cryptocurrency gives us so you can buy things online that um or sorry you can use it for something like a ransom right so you kidnap someone and your means of ransom is through bitcoin which means that money can't be traced that's a very bad thing because that's one of the major ways you can actually catch a kidnapper through the money how did you spend the money so that's if even the money is digitally wired to you right so most i, I think i've heard of cases where cryptocurrency and there's something called ransomware where um hackers take control of your system and ask you to pay a certain amount and maybe the only way you can pay that amount is through bitcoin so there's no way you can actually even track the hacker again so that's another thing but these are one of the things cryptocurrency solves and also creates that i feel for every problem you solve you create another problem or two more something like a hydra um now economy of smaller nations that's my final benefit how the economy of smaller nations i i i corrected myself to say economies generally because now um uh, let's just say let's put if should i say a fictive country called kazim right kazim nation so kazim nation we have our currency called cars coin right cars should i say cars naira because i'm going to be talking about the coin now so and people in cars naira have limited supply of their currency which would probably increase the value or decrease the value but don't make transactions outside of the country and mm, it's going to affect them how because their currency maybe doesn't have enough value for them to buy the things they want to buy outside of their currency their country sorry and the best way to do that in situations like that is to actually find a way to convert your money to the money that has value then use that money to buy whatever you want so in cases like that you might have to convert to dollar right and dollar itself most people can purchase dollar at the normal rate so you have to buy on the black market which in itself again has an effect on you because your money is devalued twice not just once now how does that cryptocurrency solve that kind of issue something similar to what i was talking about before freedom you can convert your money easily from dial cars naira to probably bitcoin or cars coin or something and from there you move to buy whatever you want to buy and convert it probably to dollars so it will still have a standard um it will still follow the should i say standard rate which is the normal dollar rate then your currency would directly go to that so i think it is that's basically what it is in that sense and also um one thing i've actually enjoyed is bitcoin has actually solved a lot of problems I don't really limit it to Bitcoin because Bitcoin is a bigger game now. But cryptocurrency has solved a lot of problems I've seen around. So people get have a means of income constantly just by some cryptocurrency erupting from the ground and moving high and going low. How the same way the rich guys in Wall Street make their money. So a small guy in his room that just invests probably $50 and two days later is making $300 by just betting on a coin actually appreciating same thing as stock market let's not forget so that's how it basically works and it shows i, I know people that are actually living on their earnings from cryptocurrency right now so i feel that's even a bigger benefit for cryptocurrency to me than even any other thing because 
if it employs people without having an employer <laughs> that's very interesting you understand so it has more benefits than i can even list out though i can't even figure out right now or some of these things are out so it was just brought to my knowledge after um the recording i did and some people said oh Kazim, you just talked about only the side effects you never really mentioned about the good things of cryptocurrency so i i decided yeah that's true do a little bit of research and i came up with some of this so if you think there are other benefits please mail them to me codricasm01 at gmail.com or you can check out my website cars.com.ng i know if you're that social media major social media platform i'm kazim codri01 please don't ask me about why i have zero and if yeah but basically yeah so just message me i'll definitely want your response and your feedback from all this thank you very much have a nice day